Shine down in three, two, one. The hottest rock band on the planet, Shine Down, the Revolution's live tour with special guests, The Pretty Reckless and Diamante. Shine Down, coming to a city near you. There's more at shinedown.com. Welcome to another episode of the Slam Fest podcast, where we bring the premier rock concert pregaming experience from the parking lot to the podcasting airwaves. I'm Brad. So back to another real-time episode. Yes, I saw another concert. That's four in about five weeks. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So back on episode one of this podcast, when I listed my top five bands from each decade, I mentioned a band from the 2010s that I have yet to see live. Well, that all changed. This episode is going to revolve around the Shinedown Pretty Reckless show I saw on April 24th, 2022 at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So again, I listed the Pretty Reckless as one of my top five bands of the 2010s. And unfortunately, I just never had an opportunity to see them. They've come around here several times, actually one time with Hailstorm, but it just never worked out. So backgrounds with the bands on the bill. So the Pretty Reckless, I want to say that it might have been that there's a guy in my neighborhood that uh, we exchanged music when new stuff would come out. So I believe he had the debut album from the Pretty Reckless and loaned it to me. And I remember listening to it and hearing my medicine specifically light me up and miss nothing was a fan of her voice and just a fan of the songwriting in general then i remember hearing heaven knows and fucked up world messed up world on the radio and dug both of those songs as well so acquired the going to hell album and then i bought the third album who you selling for and you know i don't want to I don't want to knock it too much because it's it's not as good as the previous two, but it's it's also totally different from those first two, which on one hand, I kind of liked what they did, but didn't stick with me. And then obviously Death by Rock and Roll, which was released in 2021, had that on my top 10 albums of 2021. So again, it's a combination of her voice, songwriting, and the melodies and the hooks in the songs. So my background was Shinedown. So remember Leave a Whisper getting released in 03 and hearing Fly From the Inside, Burning Bright, 45, and their cover of Simple Man. But didn't buy it at that point, was just hearing the songs as they were getting released on the radio. And then Us and Them came out in 2005, and I remember hearing the song Heroes, on the radio and thought that was a pretty cool song. So after Us and Them came out, I was actually seeing Cheap Trick at a festival in downtown Lansing. And after their set was done, I remember walking over to the second stage where Shinedown was playing. But when we got over there, they were just starting Burning Bright and there's a minor league baseball team in Lansing and the stadium was behind the stage just as they were getting to the chorus that baseball game had ended and they were shooting off fireworks i think it must have been a friday night thing but how cool was that they're singing the song burning bright and the backdrop was a colorful firework show that was really really awesome and then sound of madness getting released in 08 and just exploding <laughs> and actually 
down the road here there'll be an episode of me seeing them on that tour which was something else but obviously some great great songs on that album and was their biggest hit and then amaryllis getting released four years later in 2012 loving the title cut we'll talk a little bit more about some of their songs later in the episode but loved that the song bully was okay i kind of i like the verse and chorus of that song but that kind of pre-chorus leading up to it ah, didn't do a ton for me and then after that i pretty much lost track of them so threat to survival in 15 attention attention in 18 again i remember streaming them but no, nothing really connected with me which then brings me to this show so now on to the show so again i drove over to grand rapids which again is about an hour away and again i don't know what's up with me and shows this year but i i was driving in a complete monsoon <laughs> which was really unfortunate not fun and I'll talk a little bit more about the songs I listened to on that drive and in the lot after I arrived. But got to the venue, got in there, missed the opener, which was Diamante, which I'm not familiar with. But I had a general admission ticket, which I am a fan of. I'm glad they're bringing that back a little bit more with some of these shows that I've attended recently. So a little bit on the staging, it was actually interesting because take a regular stage, end stage, and basically turn that thing 90 degrees so it was acting almost as a just an all-in-one catwalk out into the center of the arena. And the GA, so you had people on the sides and then obviously out by where the soundboard was. So, you know, kind of in the round but kind of end stage which i thought was actually pretty cool and it uh it worked out pretty well at first glance of the lighting rig it didn't seem like there was a lot there again it was kind of a a-frame type uh lighting rig almost forming the shape of a of an a and as i get into shinedown's show wow so on to the first band I saw, The Pretty Reckless. Set list, Loud Love, Since You're Gone, Death by Rock and Roll, Only Love Can Save Me Now, And So It Went, Make Me Wanna Die, Going to Hell, Heaven Knows, and closed their set with Take Me Down. So break down two songs from Light Me Up, two songs from Going to Hell, one song from Who You Selling For, three songs from Death by Rock and Roll, and the one cover song which they opened the show with, Soundgarden's Loud Love.
Unfortunately, they've dropped a song from their set. They were playing 10 songs, and I think they were alternating uh, one, of the, one of the newer songs, and most recently they were playing Witches Burn, but unfortunately that got dropped. So impressions of The Pretty Reckless, first time I've ever seen them. Very tight band. And Taylor Momsen, what can you say? As my guest Jay said back on the Sin City Nights episode when describing the new Skid Row singer, Eric Gronwall, she has stage presence for days. Voice sounded great. So I'm old, and obviously there were a lot of uh, guys my age in the audience for this show, and it seemed as though they were almost uncomfortable watching an attractive 28-year-old performing. <laughs> the way I look at it, just admire her talent. The aforementioned stage presence and voice. She was very entertaining, captivating, and had the crowd in the palm of her hand. So some other highlights from the Pretty Reckless set. So obviously the title cut off of the most recent album was very good. it up with going to hell which was very very cool some crowd participation in there. set with Take Me Down, which is a little bit of a surprise to close out the set. Kind of missed Fucked Up World, which I love and would have loved to have heard, but Take Me Down sounded great, and Taylor was actually playing guitar during that song. (laughs) 
episode later this year. As I mentioned, they dumped one song, so only a nine-song set. It really, you know, which was probably about 45 minutes. Really wish they would have received an hour set time. I think they've deserved it for albums released and have done pretty well for themselves. So initially, it almost seemed like they were going to be restrained kind of to the end stage part and not the not the area that really was protruding out into the crowd. But no, they used it. She used it quite a bit, which makes sense since she was the front woman of the band. Even the guitar player and the bass player came out a couple times. And the guitar player even had a spotlight solo part where he came out on that part of the stage by himself. So now on to Shinedown. So as the lights went out, they were playing B.O.B. by Outkast. And then they had what they called the Planet Zero intro video, which was kind of interesting. And again, this uh, uh, video screen uh, was kind of split. And again, wasn't wasn't huge. You know, probably took up the width of the, the drum riser, but was still pretty cool. And the way that it kind of moved and was, you know, kind of split in the middle and kind of at an angle on the sides but they showed a video and pictures of and they said like 2019 and so they showed them playing shows and some video and still shots and then all of a sudden 2020 hits and got everybody with masks and you know obviously what we've all been through the last couple of years and then it got to a point where that screen separated and all four members of the band just walked out to kind of the front of the the stage all the way at the edge and crowd just going crazy and then they kicked into the set list the saints of violence and innuendo Let's go! Die, 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 die. 
Devil, Planet Zero, State of My Head, 45, Get Up, Fly From The Inside, Bully, Daylight, Enemies, Cut The Cord, Second Chance, Unity, Monsters, Diamond Eyes, Boom Lay, Boom Lay, Boom, Wheels, Call Me, Simple Man, and close the set with Sound of Madness. Breakdown, three songs from Leave a Whisper, zero songs from Us and Them, four songs from The Sound of Madness, one of those from the Deluxe Edition, three songs from Amaryllis, two songs from Threat to Survival, three songs from Attention, Attention, three songs from the forthcoming Planet Zero, and then one cover song, which was Wheels by the Foo Fighters. So a couple issues <laughs> with the set list. Not one song from Us and Them. Again, this band's got six studio albums with one on the way. Should be out right now, but it ended up getting pushed back to July 1st. So to ignore <laughs> one of those albums completely was actually shocking and i'm a fan of that album and and would have wished to have heard at least one song from there and then the other issue is the song that leads off sound of madness album devour should be in every set list of theirs since its release period end of statement so i mentioned that the lighting rig <laughs> really didn't look like much. And wow, they have done some unbelievable stuff with technology because I'll post some pictures <laughs> of this show, but A, the lighting rig was not only mobile, so it moved around and separated and all this stuff, but it just, it almost multiplied in trusses as it just kept kind of separating and getting bigger and they had stuff from behind that obviously didn't look like lighting and lighting was going on they had lights coming up from under the stage which you wouldn't think is something unique but i haven't seen it that often the way that they used it was very very effective and in general i, I texted the uh Slamfest uh, text group and just said with how mobile this lighting rig is I feel like I'm at an Iron Maiden show from the 80s so very 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 cool they obviously did more with less but Shinedown is a big boy band which is interesting because while their albums you know, have all done well. You know, the first couple went platinum, Sound of Madness, which is their biggest one. Double platinum, again, I know it's not in the era of selling millions and millions and millions of albums. And then the last three, I think, went gold. But, I mean, they are a big boy band. They're playing, still playing arenas 20 years after their uh, inception. And it was... Uh, it was quite the production overall. Um, pyro, and again, just the way the stage was configured and how the lighting went, very, very cool. Tons of energy from the band members. You know, Andy back on that uh, Rival Sons, Greta Van Fleet episode when he talked about the Rival Sons show where he got nothing from stage banter. I think Shinedown needs to tone down their stage banter. It, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like Brent Smith is is preaching a little bit, and I, I, I think he kind of crosses the line a little bit with some of the stuff that uh, he says. I mean, it's all positive for the most part, but you know what? Less talk, more songs, and I'd be happy. So Shinedown's songs obviously in the studio versions there's a lot going on and of course so they are they are using backing tracks not for vocals per se and maybe some instrumentation in there 
but again overall everything is live you can tell the backing vocals are are live again they've just got some sound effects and different things that they've got to use tracks for which is which is fine so prior to performing second chance lights were dark on the stage a little bit of light started to come up and then you heard a familiar voice over the pa so it was a recording of casey Kasem in the late 2000s talking about top 40 and saying something about now for the third week in a row here is shine down with second chance in the number one slot and then they went right into the song which was actually pretty cool the last three songs prior to the sound of madness were acoustic so the wheels foo fighters cover they did acoustically and had pictures of taylor up on the screen which was pretty cool call me and then simple man was actually just brent and zach on stage which was pretty cool crowd sang the chorus which was really really awesome and then at some point after that i think brent introduced the band and had mentioned that zach myers actually designed the show that i've been trying to describe to you with the lighting rig and the way the stage was was configured and and the uh the screen in the back so very very cool that one of the band members designed it and then at some point after simple man i think zach myers got on the mic and was talking about something and then made made a comment that this was a third show in a row and that he was <laughs> just about about to die and you know what i mean tons of energy they are they are very animated and leave it all on the stage some other standouts from the show so fly from the inside such a great great song
spent probably about five minutes leading up to that song, getting ready to get people to jump as soon as that song kicked in. Still a rocker nonetheless. And then, as I mentioned, they closed out with The Sound of Madness, which was very, very cool song to close the show with. mention this was probably the most appreciative (laughs) band i have seen and again it's probably based on the world we live in now and that they've been you know off the road for a while and have been on this tour i think since march but just tons of gratitude to the audience again people you know thank you you know we wouldn't be here without you but i mean they were They were going above and beyond playing the gratitude card, which was actually pretty cool because it is true, you know, talking about that the fans, you know, help build this stage and, you know, everything that they're seeing tonight and all that stuff, which I thought was pretty, pretty cool. And now on to the band on the bill spotlight. So we're going to focus on Shinedown. And as I mentioned, they've got six studio albums. Another one on the way to be released in July, but it's hard to believe they don't have an official compilation release. No best of, no greatest hits. So that's what I'm going to do. And to take a page out of Judas Priest's playbook, I'm going to use the rules set forth by their compilation, Metalworks. Metalworks is not meant to be a best of, nor is it by any means Judas Priest's greatest hits. The track listing was put together by the band to commemorate 20 years of recording and performing. A varied selection of songs have been taken from the back catalog, which represents such an era. It includes many Priest classics, but also a few personal favorites, which may have been overlooked by all but the most ardent Priest fan. It's an album designed to show the versatility and uniqueness of a band which has paved the way and helped shape the direction of heavy metal more than any other for two decades. Even on a double album, there is limited time with so many songs to choose from, it's inevitable that someone's favorite track may have been omitted. Hopefully, however, Metalworks will bring back memories and magic to everyone who has listened to or seen in concert, perhaps the world's greatest true heavy metal band of all time. So that is the liner notes on the inside of the Metalworks compilation. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm not just going to put together their greatest hits, their highest charting singles. I'm going to put together a 20-song compilation of Shinedown classics, but also some personal favorites of mine. Starting off with Leave a Whisper, released May 27, 2003, produced by Bob Marlette, Tony Battaglia, and Rock Beto, and certified platinum. So I'm going to choose three songs off of here and kick off the compilation with Fly From The Inside. Yes, it was the first single, Got a lot of radio play, but can't deny it. Cool intro riff, call and response, mellow with the main riff, 
used also in the chorus, which is great. Verse harmonies remind me of Alice in Chains. Pre-chorus sounds like corn, so kind of a, uh, I guess, a mishmash of some different uh, influences of theirs. Chorus, vocal delivery and melody is fantastic. That underlying riff is great. And then there's a great breakdown in there with the intro riff reused. Next up, Burning Bright. Again, single, popular radio cut, but absolutely love it. Even if it sounds a lot like Outside by Stained, I love that song too. So I'm obviously going to love this song. Verse, again, sounds like Alice in Chains, pre-chorus. Now and then I consider my hesitation. Chorus, the more the light shines through me, I pretend to close my eyes. The more the dark consumes me, I pretend I'm burning bright. Great harmonies in there. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode about seeing those last couple songs from Shinedown and Lansing with those fireworks going off, with those lyrics and that melody, it was magical. Breakdown, there's nothing ever wrong, but nothing ever right. Outro, chorus, some cool interjections in there by Brent Smith. Just a great, great song. And then the last song off of Leave a Whisper, I'm going with All I Ever Wanted. Mellow, arpeggiated chord intro. Verse, great double-tracked vocal into a great harmony. Chorus, kicks in, great melody and vocal. Because all I ever wanted was a place to call my home, to shelter me when I am there, and to miss me when I'm gone. Great lyrics. Cool guitar solo in there. Breakdown, if there's a way to a liberty, then lead me straight to it. If there's a path or a door I missed, then show me now, or show me this. Very cool song. Not a hit, but thought it deserved to be on this compilation. Moving on to Us and Them, released October 4th, 2005, produced by Tony Battaglia, and certified platinum. So again, for some reason, they ignored this album completely on this tour, which is shocking. I'm choosing three songs off of here. First up, Heroes. Again, single that was on the radio, but just love the song, cool riff. Verse, there's a lot of space in that riff. Pre-chorus, the vocal and underlying riff both remind me of Soundgarden, which is not a bad thing. Chorus, all my heroes have now become ghosts. All my heroes are dead and gone, but they're inside of me. They still live on. Great lyrics and a very, very cool solo in this song. The other two songs off of here are not singles. So next up, Lady So Divine, a seven-minute-plus song. So a little surprising, but I'll get into what I like about it. Mellow chord progression, intro, verse, interesting arrangement, varied tempos, great bass lines in there, chorus, up-tempo, she's here to rescue me, clear my mind, and set me free. She's my lady, so divine. Lady, so divine, come and change my mind. Great melody and underlying bass runs in there. Breakdown, arpeggiated chords and vocal, great bass, very cool section of the song, which leads into a great melodic solo, clean guitar into an electric, back to clean guitar, just some great, great instrumentation in there. Even some slide guitar, outro chorus, call and response, divine, lady so divine, and again, some great outro soloing. Last song off of Us and Them, Fake, fantastic riff and vocal, pre-chorus, because you don't know how it feels to be misunderstood, to reach for the sky, I thought you never would, great underlying riff and percussion during that pre-chorus, chorus, great melody and vocal, but I'm bleeding and my hands are bruised from the grip that I once had on you, and I'm open for a new way because there's not much more that I can fake. Next up, Sound of Madness, released June 24th, 2008, produced by Rob Cavallo, certified two times platinum. So I am going to choose five songs off of this album, and it deserves it because it's good from top to bottom. First up, Devour, military drumming intro, building riff into an unbelievable verse delivery. (laughs) 
so good. The take it and take it, just, I mean, he, he is just absolutely attacking that verse vocal, which is fantastic. Chorus, devour, devour, suffocate your own empire, devour, devour, stolen like a foreign soul. Verse 2, backing vocals on Here It Is and Primitive, so good, such an amazing song. Ends with kind of a explosion, and like I said, why this is not in every set since it was released, I do not understand that at all. Next up, the title cut, Sound of Madness. Great lead melody and drum hits, mid-tempo, vocal kicks in, verse vocal delivery again is awesome, chorus, I created the sound of madness, wrote the book on pain, somehow I'm still here to explain, great breakdown, instrumental initially, and then kind of into that uh, chorus, kind of mellow, and then they bring it way down, which is fantastic, and then outro, it kicks back in, when you're going to wake up and fight, for yourself, kind of repeated as the song comes to a close. Next up, going with Second Chance. It's just such a good song. Obviously, it was a huge, huge hit. Number one hit for them. Acoustic, pre-chorus. I just saw Haley's comment. She waved, said, why are you always running in place? Even the man in the moon disappeared somewhere in the stratosphere. So so good great lyrics great melody and then the chorus again great melody and harmonies in there great lyrics sometimes goodbye is a second chance next up cyanide sweet tooth suicide loved this song the first time that i heard it again not a hit but i've been lucky enough to see them play it live upbeat rocker great riff verse pre-chorus some hey hey's in there white light train wreck just awesome awesome song great chorus verse two there's a anna nicole reference in there and snorting coke through a suicide note which i thought was an interesting lyric chorus black lips pale eyes she's a killer cyanide sweet tooth suicide Kind of a short melodic solo in there, outro, black lips, and then you get some backing vocals, call and response, pale eyes, she's a zero, one and five, and then tempo kind of slows down at the end, which is an interesting twist on this upbeat rock song. Last choice from Sound of Madness, Breaking Inside, so another acoustic mellow song sounds like a track right out of the 80s actually right when it starts just the, the tone of that acoustic verse melody is fantastic opening line i caught a chill and it's still frozen on my skin pre-chorus don't tell me i'm too late this time and then everything stops i don't want to live to waste another day underneath the shadows of mistakes i've made I feel like I'm breaking inside. Just a great, great way that he kind of extends inside. Cool, cool song. Verse 2, there's even some delay in there. Outro, leaving pieces of me behind. And then backing vocals, pieces of me behind. Very, very cool song. Next up, Amaryllis, released March 27th, 2012. Again, produced by Rob Cavallo and is certified gold. So I went with four tracks off of this one. Lead-off track, Adrenaline, Upbeat Rocker, Verse, Chorus, Great Melody in there. My, my, I can't lie, I need a shot again. That sweet Adrenaline, and there's a great, great guitar solo in that song. So again, I've mentioned that several times. Shinedown's got guitar solos, and they're usually really, really good, very melodic. Next up, the title cut, Amaryllis. This might be my favorite Shinedown song. Acoustic, amazing verse, vocal, and melody. Pre-chorus, got power chord in there, all the uninvited tragedies, step outside, ask yourself where would you be without days like this, fantastic harmonies, chorus, and do I remind you of someone you never met, a lonely silhouette, great orchestration in there, 
backing vocal on some O's in there. Great breakdown, outro, chorus. Perfect song. Next up, Enemies and a great upbeat riff. Sounds very similar to Children of the Grave by Black Sabbath off of Master of Reality, which definitely is not a bad thing. Lead melody in there is great. Verse, very Rob Zombie-ish, underlying keys in there. Who do you think you are? Backing vocals, tearing us all apart. Pre-chorus is good. Chorus, you want more. Great backing vocals, call and response in there. And then outro, great, great backing vocals during this song. Very, very cool. And last, off of Amaryllis, I'll Follow You. Again, just an intro with a piano, great vocal. Chorus, I'll follow you down through the eye of the storm. Don't worry, I'll keep you warm. I'll follow you down while we're passing through space. I don't care if we fall from grace. Verse 2, added orchestration in there is great. Breakdown, fantastic vocal, great solo. Outro kind of ends the way it starts with just that piano and vocal. Great, great mellow song. Next up, Threat to Survival, released September 18th, 2015. Produced by Dave Bassett, Pete Nappy, Eric Bass, and Scott the Ninja Stevens. Interesting. Certified Gold. So I went with three songs off of this one. Again, this is when I had kind of started to veer off and kind of away from them, but there's still some good songs on these most recent two albums. So I went with How Did You Love, piano, drum, and vocal intro into the verse, chorus, no one gets out alive, every day is do or die, one thing you leave behind is How Do You Love. Next up, Oblivion, intro builds into a great riff, driving riff during the verse is awesome chorus call and response into oblivion backing vocals into oblivion underlying keys and backing vocals during that song are awesome and then dangerous kind of a mellow song pre-chorus chorus kicks in i'd rather be dangerous and delay in there and then some great great outro orchestration as well and then Attention, Attention, released May 4th, 2018, produced by Eric Bass, certified gold. So I went with two songs off of here. First one, Monsters, sounds a lot like Alice in Chains. Verse, good for you, you fooled everybody, everyone, now you're somebody and fooled everyone. Cool pre-chorus, kicks in at the chorus because my monsters are real. And they're trained how to kill, and there's no coming back. And they just laughed at how I feel. Great guitar solo in that song as well. And then the last song, track 20, going with the human radio. Can't help but think of the human spider when I see this song title. Will the next victim please enter the arena at this time? If he can withstand just three minutes in the cage, with Bonesaw McGraw, the sum of $3,000 will be paid to. What's your name, kid? The Human Spider. The Human Spider, that's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. The sum of $3,000 will be paid to the terrifying, the deadly, the amazing Spider-Man! My name's the human spider. I don't care, get out there. No, you got my name wrong. Get you gotta out tell there, me. you moron. Pre-chorus, keep your eye on the prize and your feet on the ground. Cool, heavy riff leading up to the chorus. Chorus, I'm reaching out to the human radio. Taking a chop on him. A witch hunt on him. Get the money, throw the tantrum. The human radio is playing your anthem. Underlying riff during that chorus is awesome. They repeat, the human radio is playing your anthem. Breakdown, chanting part is cool. We march, we fight, we live, we scream, we die, we give. 
human radio is playing your anthem, kind of a robotic voice on there, and then there's kind of a keyboard solo in there, which is interesting, but just a cool, cool song. So there's my 20-track compilation, but hold on, Japanese bonus track, and I'm going with the Energy, which is a bonus track on the deluxe edition of Sound of Madness. This song kicks ass. Starts off with a wah-wah pedal into a great, great riff. Lead guitar harmonies and that melody are just fantastic. Verse accents on the first word of each line, backing vocals, bass, drums, lots of space in there. Chorus is fantastic, a lot going on in there. Underlying riff, who cares, he's there to stare and tell you how to look. I'm not even sure they know you by name. And then there's some all rights in there that kind of sounds like Ozzy, which isn't a bad thing. You're such an energy. Let me see your fire. Put your fist up in the air. Just an awesome part. Would love to see that performed live sometime. It's just got, well, so much energy. No pun intended. So there you go. If you're not familiar with Shinedown, take a listen to this compilation. Fly from the inside, Burning Bright, All I Ever Wanted, Heroes, Lady Divine, Fake, Devour, Sound of Madness, Second Chance, Cyanide Sweet Tooth Suicide, Breaking Inside, Adrenaline, Amaryllis, Enemies, I'll Follow You, How Did You Love, Oblivion, Dangerous, Devil, and the human radio and don't forget the japanese bonus track the energy and now on to the slam fest tip of the week so with a real-time episode i'm going to talk about the pre-gaming including the songs i listen to on the drive over to the venue so as i've done previously i dove into the influences of both the pretty reckless and Shine Down, and that made up my playlist for the drive. Started with Bargain by The Who, Sea of Madness, Iron Maiden, some might say Oasis, Shake a Leg, ACDC, Vow, Garbage, Drain You, Nirvana, Dear Prudence, The Beatles, You're Crazy, Guns N' Roses, Ty Cobb, Soundgarden, Gold Dust Woman, Fleetwood Mac, The Dogs of War, Pink Floyd, and last but not least, Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots. And in some instances, I took specific songs that have been referenced by band members from the Pretty Reckless and from Shinedown to make up that playlist. So for the lot, I just decided to listen to songs kind of from the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, kind of in that post-grunge, modern rock genre. So I started off with Down to My Last by Ultra Bridge, Hero, The Verb Pipe, White Trash Millionaire, Blackstone Cherry, Still Frame, Trapped, The Sound of Winter, Bush, Better Off, Theory of a Dead Man, Vexatious, Candlebox, A Beautiful Life by Dorothy, and this was a long-distance song selection from fellow podcaster Sonny Pooney. You can find him on Growing Up Rock and Podcast Rock City, among a plethora of other podcasts that he guests on. So thanks for that pick, Sonny. Great song. Man on the Moon, Sugar. Welcome All Again, Collective Soul, Straight Lines, Silver Chair, Bullets, Creed, Away From Me, Puddle of Mud, Rise, The Cult, Last Man Standing, Pop Evil, Let the Sin Begin, Drowning Pool, Angry, Matchbox 20, King of the Letdown, Hinder, Disenchanted Lullaby, Foo Fighters, She, Live, Scream, Hailstorm, Anger Rising, Jerry Cantrell, Collide, Josh Todd, Greed, Godsmack, 
and closed it out with Seal the Deal by Volbeat. And now to close this episode out with the Which Side Are You On? So spent the band on the bill spotlight talking about Shinedown. So let's shift our focus to the Pretty Reckless. And we're going to go with their sophomore album, Going to Hell, released March 12th, 2014. Produced by Kato Kandwala. Charted at number five, no certifications in the U.S., which is, again, a whole different era that we live in now. An album that gets up to number five, and there are no certifications in the U.S. for it. So, diving right into the album, side one is chocked full of singles. There are actually five singles on this album, and... Four of them are on side one. So kicking off with Follow Me Down, kind of a rocket queen from Guns N' Roses intro with the quote-unquote sex sound effects into a heavy riff. Verse is good, kind of a chugging riff, call and response in there. Pre-chorus, Have I Lost My Mind. Chorus is mellow, underlying acoustic in there. Then heavy again. Breakdown section, vocal, falsetto is great. Chorus again, just acoustic, and then kicks in. Great outro. Moving on to Going to Hell. Don't bless me, Father, for I have sinned is whispered to kick off the song. Heavy, heavy riff, as you heard on the live clip that I played. Upbeat. Pre-chorus is just basically a great riff. Kind of bridging the verse into the chorus. I'm going to hell. Effect on the vocal is great. Post-chorus, getting heavy with the devil. You can hear the wedding bells is a cool, cool part of the song. But great, great, heavy track. Next up, Heaven Knows. Kicks off with kind of a fire alarm sound effect. The drum beat in there is a nod to Queen. And we will rock you. In that verse, she's singing, Oh Lord, Heaven Knows, way down below. And she says, Sing it. And then the call and response with that children's chorus oh lord heaven knows way down below and then she just says go which is just awesome and then that children's chorus responds with that again again nod to pink floyd so some classic rock 70s throwbacks in this song and then it kicks in i've seen better days man i've had better days outro call and response underlying riff kicks in just an awesome awesome song Next up, House on a Hill. Drum kind of imitates a heartbeat. Acoustic, great verse melody. She sounds great on this song. Underlying orchestration is great. Chorus, House on the Hill. Great harmonies in there. Some oh woes in there. And then the outro kind of includes that heartbeat drum again that was used on the intro. So again, track one, two, three, and four, all singles from this album. Track five, Sweet Things, pre-chorus, I Don't Mind, Decay in that falsetto is great. Feedback into the solo, screaming section in there. Again, more soloing. Almost sounds like another singer in there. That might be the lead guitar player. And then that How You Like Me Now part, very, very cool. And then side one ends with Dear Sister, just a 55-second acoustic song with a vocal from Taylor. Moving on to side two, kicks off with Absolution, acoustic intro and underlying power chords in there. Very, very cool vibe to this song. Verse, heavy riffing. Chorus, time keeps rolling on. I need my, time keeps rolling on. I need my Absolution. And again, just Taylor on that chorus part with kind of a falsetto voice, very, very cool. Verse 2 and Chorus 2, good. Breakdown, some oo-oo's in there. Back to the verse. Outro, chorus, and then just more soloing. Awesome song. Next up, Blame Me. Kind of volume knob effect in there. Mid-tempo song. Chorus, blame all of your life on me. Lead fill in there. I gave it all for free. Another great lead fill. Blame all your life on me. 
And then all on me, some O's in there. Post chorus hit me with the wind again. I have lost a friend again. I know how the story goes. Breakdown vocal and volume knob effect again in there. Cool song. Burn another acoustic and vocal. A little bit longer than Dear Sister. Buck 50. You want me to burn, want me to burn, want me to hurt, and maybe I'll finally learn. Amazing vocal on this. Again, just under a minute 50. Amazing vocal. Next up, why'd you bring a shotgun to the party? Marilyn Manson vibe, song content and music. Shotgun cocking sound effect throughout. Verse, she sounds great on here. Boom, boom, boom. Chorus, why'd you bring a shotgun to the party? You want to make a statement, come without it. Want to get the girl, you should have come without it. Next up, Fucked Up World. So the other single on this album, which totaled five, again, four on side one, only one on side two. Great drum intro, verse, vocal and drums. Pre-chorus is fantastic. Baby, ooh, I can see it. Ooh, I can see it. Ooh, I can see it coming down. Do that twice. She's kind of got that falsetto going on. Just awesome, awesome part of the song. Chorus, it's a fucked up world. What do you get? Sex and love and guns. Light a cigarette. Fucked up world. What do you get from it? Sex and love. Melody is fantastic. Underlying riff and percussion is awesome. And again, just great, great lyrics. Great song. Back to the verse and that pre-chorus again. And the post-chorus this time, she's got kind of an oh yeah in there, which sounds like Roger Daltrey right out of a boo song. Percussion bass breakdown into a killer riff. Back to the verse, and they kind of drop that pre-chorus, unfortunately. But then the chorus, fucked up world, and instead of her saying, what do you get from it? There's just awesome power chord riffing in there. And then outro, it's a fucked up world. And then underlying sex and love and guns light a cigarette kind of in unison together as the song fades out. Great, great song. As I mentioned, bummed that I didn't get to see it live. And then side two and the album closes with Waiting for a Friend. Acoustic and vocal in there. Again, she sounds great. Second verse, you got a harmonica in there. Almost sounds like something that could have come off of Tom Petty's Wildflowers. So, looking at these two sides, like I've said, side one is chocked full of hits and singles. Follow Me Down, Going to Hell, Heaven Knows, One, Two, Three, Punch, Fantastic. Sweet Things is pretty cool. House on a Hill is fair, and, and Dear Sister is fine, but again, it's under a minute long. Side two, Absolution, Blame Me, Burn, that acoustic and vocal is fantastic. Fucked Up World might be my favorite song on the album. And then it closed with Waiting for a Friend, which was another cool acoustic and vocal from Taylor. The only song on side two that I'm not crazy about is Why'd You Bring a Shotgun to the Party. But other than that, I gotta go with side two over side one. Second side just has a better variety for me. Has anyone seen the Revolutions Tour featuring Shinedown and the Pretty Reckless? If so, when and where and what are your thoughts, memories, or stories from that show? What are your thoughts on Shinedown's six studio albums? What songs would you take from these to put together a 20-song compilation album? And last but not least, what are your thoughts on the Pretty Reckless's sophomore album, Going to Hell, from 2014, Side 1, or Side 2? Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at slamfestpodcast at gmail.com or request to join our private Facebook page at Slamfest Podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you, good